Welcome to the Nomad Podcast. I am your host, Nomad, and with me today is Josh and Jason Monday from the Christian and Conspiracy Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the flat earth theory from a biblical perspective. Welcome, guys, and thank you for joining us. I'm very much looking forward to this conversation, but before we dive in, would you mind telling us a bit about yourselves? Uh, so I'll take the, the round. So our, 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 our podcast is called Josh Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. Uh, it's available on YouTube uh, at Josh Monday Music and Podcast, and it's available on Apple, Spotify, and every single person, I mean, every single uh, distributor you can find. Um, and I'm a Christian rapper, uh, Army veteran, and I've been podcasting for like the last year now. I've been rapping since I was about 14. So uh, my brother is, uh, he's my co-host. Uh, he's going to be talking, but uh, he he has a lot of Bible knowledge, and I, I we take we basically just take a um, conspiracy and we try to relate it to the Bible as much as we can. Some conspiracies we can't relate it to the Bible, obviously, but we try to take conspiracy related to the Bible as much as possible, and um, we try to bring Bible verses and we bring we try to uh, lead people to Jesus as much as possible. Um, so I'm Josh Monday, and I'm gonna introduce you to my brother, uh, Jason. Monday. I don't. Uh, my name's Jason Monday. I don't have that long. That long, uh, that long resume that my brother does. I'm just, uh, I just like to uh, talk about the truth and talk about the Bible and, and and like you said, lead people to Jesus Christ and try to get the message across about you need to read the Word and 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 when you're reading the Word and you start to put the Word with with uh, compared to things that are going on in the world today, you can you can figure some things out for yourself or you you know if you if if it sounds good to you, try it out. If you don't, you know it's uh takes time to, to really to really get into but it's it's well worth it well worth it i started we started doing this it was more like i started seeing political it was my political views that were starting to cloud my brain about certain things because i was never really political but then i started to see what's going on and you started it's it's inevitable you got you you start to see the politics of life and things and and you start to put them together and it's like wow it's pretty it's pretty uh it's a pretty diverse thing that's going on in this world. It's pretty crazy. It's just, it's, it's. I don't, I, I don't know how to explain it to my own kids, but hey, you know, that's that's. At least they can hear my message on these podcasts if they ever get to want to uh, hear them and stuff. So that's what uh, I like to leave them with a little bit of stuff like that. That's that's what feels good. A nice little legacy of where they can just click on something and be like, oh, that's my dad. He he was uh, he's pretty cool, you know. <laughs> well you guys you guys do a great job i look forward to your content almost every week you guys are putting great stuff out and have awesome guests on so i definitely recommend everyone goes and checks it out so to, today we're going to be talking a little bit about flat earth um from a biblical perspective so josh why don't you take us take us away and let us okay started here so i have the uh, it's called the anthropic principle i believe that god made the earth for man okay guys he designed it specifically for man that's the view that i have okay so here's we're gonna go over what the scientists say okay and then we'll go over flattered from a biblical perspective okay so here's what the scientists say so the earth is on a 23.5 degree axis spinning at a thousand miles an hour okay and it is rotating around the sun at 66,600 miles an hour notice that 666 okay guys 
that is a number that obviously in the Bible is is, is mark of the beast, and it, and it's obviously an evil number. Okay, so they had to throw that in there. All right. Now the interesting thing is, I live in Rialto, California. If there's an earthquake in Riverside, if, and it's like a 3.8 earthquake, I'm gonna feel it, dude, because the Earth is moving, right? So I feel the earthquake, right? So I feel the Earth shake. Um, mm, the the site, dude, the seismic instruments. They can detect one-tenth of a millimeter movement of the earth when it moves, okay, which is incredible. So they're going to they're detect it when it moves. So we don't feel the earth going 666,000 miles an hour around the sun. To me, those numbers are insane, first of all. And then another thing that, that everybody just looks past is like, oh, it's going 1,000 miles an hour in a circle. I mean, that's fast. That's incredible. That's like Mach 1, okay, guys? I see jets that fly Mach one and a half or Mach two, and the people's cheeks are moving like this, and they can't even handle the speeds, you know. But they're saying we're going Mach ten. That's what sixty-six thousand miles an hour is. Is Mach ten, and we're and moving. They're, and they're in a casing, right? Like they're in a. They're in a jet. Yeah. We're not, but you know, well, we have an atmosphere. You know what I mean? And we have but gravity. When did the, <laughs> the atmosphere be protecting the people in the plane too? Yeah. Well, listen, what happens if there's an asteroid the size of a football field and we hit it at 66,600 miles an hour? We have way bigger problems here, guys, than, than we think, man. That is, to me, is incredibly crazy, dude. And, and, and when I was a kid, obviously, they teach you at a young age. They got the globe in the classroom. They have the globe everywhere. They have the globe on the iPhone. They got the globe on the wall. Even the churches have globes up. Everybody just sees that constantly, right? So when you're a kid and you learn these numbers, I mean, they're, they're so astronomical, you don't even think about it. But then when you become an adult and then you get introduced to flat earth or, or all the, then you start going 66,600 miles an hour. That's crazy. And they say that we move, that the, the universe, we move through the, through the, are we, so we move, our universe moves through space at 550 or 25,000 miles an hour. So what's moving. And then when you look up in the sky, you see the same stars every single night. How can we be moving at these incredible rates of speed, guys, and only, uh, you know, and only seeing the same stars every night? Dude, doesn't, can, I ask, can I ask a question on the stars one? Because I hear that one a lot. But if I was trying to, you know, because I really I try to convince myself of the globe, right? Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, can I like, because it's so hard. Like, I, I stand outside. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't feel like we're moving. You know, it's hard to find any sort of sign of curve. But yeah, you know, with the with the stars, like, would someone's um, rebuttal maybe be that, like, well, the stars are moving in sync with us, and so that's why we see them the same? Maybe I don't know. I don't know much about. But they're the well, you got well the stars too. The the pyramids are lined up exactly with Orion's belt. To to right. uh, I'm talking to like I don't want to say the word, but it's a sea hair off. And that's that's the, that's the thing. You can't if you're moving six hundred sixty-six thousand miles an hour, and you're not even, and you're so the way they say you're some dumb savage from back in, in you know the you wouldn't know how to you could you wouldn't know how to 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 locate that exactly at all. How? So I guess they weren't that dumb, were they? They're pretty smart. And I'm and people back then would say the world is flat. The world is flat. The world is flat. When did the when did the world is even a globe or around even come into play? When Galileo started started to mix it in the mix, which who what what was he? 
He was a Roman Catholic and he was he was in Jesuit. That's what he was, bro. If you want to throw it that, if you want to throw it that way, if you want to throw it into the whole conspiracy thing, I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it to my biblical perspective. That's you got. You have that stuff clouding your brain, like like it's like, well, they thought it was flat, so now now you're telling me it's this. They were wrong. Should this guy be wrong yeah, too? That's, that's a great point. We have a lot of really you know crazy, uh, intricate ancient buildings, right? Uh, and it doesn't seem like any of them. You know, they have tons of art, tons of sculptures, tons of statues, but none of it seems to be depicting a globe, right? No, no. for sure. Because I even, I even heard the Google Earth guy, the head of Google Earth, even say flat. Because he says yeah, that none true. of it, he says none of it lines up. He says none of the NASA information, none of the globe stuff lines up. Okay, guys. Um, there's another thing that you guys have to think about. There's a scientific trinity that if you're going to believe in the globe, you're going to also have to believe in this. So this is the part that as a Christian, you need to really think about, do I really want to try to filter the Bible through science, which is what people are doing right now? What I do is I filter science through the Bible. And if it doesn't match with the Bible, then I just cut it out of my mind because I, I believe the Bible. I believe God over any atheist scientist, no matter what anybody says. OK, so there's a scientific trinity. There's the Big Bang Theory, OK, uh, which came from a Jesuit scientist priest also guys the big bang did not come from uh neil tyson degrassi bill nye uh galileo any of that this came from a science from a jesuit scientist priest i can look up his name if you guys want but i probably don't have to do that so that should be a red flag right there um okay and then so that they're basically saying that we that the the earth began roughly 13 or the galaxy or the universe started 13.8 billion years ago. Okay, guys. And it's considered to be, that's considered to be the age of the earth. Okay, guys. So you have that. That's number one. Okay. Number two is going to be evolution. Okay. Evolution is this, is the second of the scientific Trinity. Uh, if that was true, in my opinion, then homosexuality would probably not be here right now. That would have disappeared a long time ago because what is evolution about? Evolution is about reproduction and only the strong survive. I'm not saying that gay people are not strong. What I am saying is that that's what we're trying to do is obviously reproduce, reproduce, reproduce. So that's evolution. And then the third would be the heliocentric globe, okay? Because the Big Bang is the reason why we're spinning at 1,000 miles an hour and we're going around the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. What you guys have to understand as Christians, that all three of those together, if you put that with the Bible, it does not fit, okay? It does not fit. Evolution does not fit with the Bible, and the Big Bang Theory obviously doesn't fit in the Bible because the Bible says we're like 6,600 to 6,800 years old, right? Yep. Well, and I, I was just... I, I just like uh, you went a little on far on there with the almost like, evolution is 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 exactly what you believe in. If you believe in the globe, it's going to keep on. It, it's a it, it's a lie, and in Revelations and it speaks about you. Know, people are going to believe that you're going to be deceived, totally deceived. And it says it about the Bible. You know, believe man, don't don't be deceived by any man. All through it, and Job is the oldest book in the Bible, and it and it, and it speaks about how he, in Job 38 how he laid. He's telling them, hey, man, step up, dude. Tell me, were you there when I laid the foundations of the earth? Foundation means you have, you, you're, 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 you're flat. You're on something that's flat. And then it, you build up from there. You know, yeah. like, wh why, why can't you, why can't you go past Antarctica, certain places? Wh how come everywhere you go, if you're on the, uh, we did a Amelia Earhart show yesterday and 
I was, they were saying that she was flying along the equator. Okay. And she had to, she had to ascend at 10,000 feet. Why? I don't know. But what if she flew into ice? What if she was flying and she's like, oh man, I'm hitting something that I never seen. This shouldn't be here on our flight path. This should not be here. And why is, why does NASA have all the flight plans laid out? You don't go anywhere off course when you do those flight plans. When you're going to New York to, to California, you take a flight path. You don't take, you don't go to New York all the way to around Canada. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? You're taking a certain flight path because they don't want you going off those paths. When you're, when you're shipping cargo across the uh, countries in, in, into different, you stay on a certain path. You don't deviate from those paths because there's, there's certain waters that are uh, that you just don't go through that you just it's going to stay on that path. So why do they make it make make it like that? Do you guys because they to want know? to control where you go? Because if you go a certain way, you're going to find out. Oh my gosh, every What's which that? way I go is is I hit ice. What'd you say? No matter. Yeah, I was curious. Do you guys happen to know? Um, it, from my understanding, like you're not allowed to fly over the Antarctic, right? No. There's an Antarctic Treaty, bro. It started in like. Right, yeah. um, I would say somewhere between 1958, 1962. I can look it up. I have, I have it somewhere in my notes, but well, that's okay. Uh, I mean, that could so, be a whole episode in and of itself. Yes, but I was curious, Admiral Byrd. Do you know, if, you know if they're allowed to fly over the North Pole? Um, the North Pole, I don't know. I just know okay. about Antarctica. I think, I think so you can. The North so Pole. Why... Would, the North Pole would be okay because that's in the. That would be. It's like it's like if you look at the right. UN map. That's that would be the yeah. flat Earth map, which I think you, you could probably pull up if you'd like. But well, that's um, my point. Yeah, you got to understand how it's the Antarctic, but the North Pole is fine. Yeah, the North Pole is okay to to. to I don't think the North Pole is okay though to 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 uh, just walk across or whatever and, and take an adventure on. Just like the Antarctic is like that. The Antarctica, you cannot. There's an Antarctic Treaty. After Admiral Byrd ended up flying to Antarctica, he talked about extra land past Antarctica that's as big as the United States. Um, he said that. Uh, he said that you know he was actually. Um, Soon as he actually went on that that uh, I forgot what it was called. Jeez, Operation, um, what was it, dude? I can't remember what it, uh, I have it in one of our episodes in Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth. I forgot what it was. Uh, oh, I uh, just have to not, go check out that episode. It was a great episode. I remember it. Ah, uh, uh, I, I forgot. Operation something. I could probably look it up. But anyways, once he did that, then. That's when they did the Antarctic Treaty. There's right now. There's like 58 countries that all signed in the Antarctic Treaty that nobody can go there, nobody could build there, nobody can live there. There's actually jets that are that are American. Operation High Jump. There we go. Operation High Jump. Yeah, look up Operation Thanks, High Jump, guys. You can find out about Admiral Byrd and what he went through. He also had journals of what he went through. That's that's like a Hollow Earth episode. But you could just say this. Admiral Byrd was a Freemason, okay? He was high up as an admiral in the military. If he found the dome, he could have wrote those journals and left them for people to find for Hollow Earth. Well, what about the Encyclopedia Britannica? If yeah, you had 1958. Britannica before 19, for, like 1958. No, 1958 is, is the one that says that there was a dome found at 13,000 feet, and it was in the actual encyclopedia. You guys can look that up. Encyclopedia Britannica, 1958. It talks about a dome being in Antarctica. That's when he did his expeditions to Antarctica, okay? So you're going to see that. Now, you got to think about Hollow Earth, okay? I know that you had Jim Wilhelmsen on the show. I don't want to get too far off of my notes here, okay? I, I, but you got to understand. In the Bible, I understand that hell is in the earth. It says it, dude. It says that Jesus, 
ascended to heaven, which he went up because heaven is up. Okay, guys, you see it right up there. there you you go, see how right, heaven right. is up? And Sheol, or Abraham's bosom, is down in the earth. Okay, so I believe Jim Wilhelmson when he's talking about the earth having hell inside of it. But the Bible, there's nowhere in the Bible it talks about entering a hollow earth from the North or the South Pole, okay? I don't see that in the Bible whatsoever, okay? So when people Found talk That's about what I'm saying. When you send North and North Pole, it's like it doesn't matter. You're fly Everywhere you fly, The look at the foundations of heaven, is the ice that keeps us all in a... It's like a bowl. It's like a giant... And then the dome, why do you think that, that when they say that you've... When Word of Ron Braun puts that on his, he, he puts Psalms, what? I think it's 19.1. Yeah, he Psalms puts 19, it on his, on his, yeah, the firmament. He knows it's there. He's like, yeah. sorry. So dude. let's, let's go, let's go into the, the Bible. Okay. Everything the scientists say, I kind of went over that. Um, one thing you guys have to understand is, is, is Nimrod, when he was trying to build the tower to the tower of Babel. Uh, that's why I like the screen right here. Okay. So when he's trying to build the tower to tower Babel, God stopped it. Okay. They were trying to build up to heaven. So if you see this sign right here, it says that that heaven is above the firmament, right? So why do you think he's going to let astronauts go all the way to the moon guys, 239,000 miles away? They ain't going to make it to the moon, dude, because we can even build a tower all the way to heaven back in the day. God stopped to put, put a stop to that. Now let's get into the actual Bible. Okay. Uh, Day one, okay, guys, we're going to go to Genesis 1, okay, uh, verses 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. So day one, God created the heavens and the earth. Day two, God created the oceans and the firmament. If you pull up that screen again, you can see what I'm talking about, Okay. Day, it wasn't until day three that God created the dry land, plants, and vegetation, okay? I haven't even said anything about the sun and the moon, okay? So day four is when he created the sun, the moon, and the stars also, guys. So as you see, he created the firmament. He separated the waters from the waters. So there's waters above the firmament, and there's water below us. And then he created the dry land, plants, and vegetation, which is the land down there, okay? And then day four is when he created the moon, the sun, the sun, and the stars also. So the sun, so what was the earth rotating around on day three when he created the dry land and the, and the vegetation? It, what was it rotating around? Nothing. It was just sitting there in the sky waiting for him to just uh, grab it and fling it. Does that make sense, dude? In four days, bro, the, the sun was not created till day four. Okay. So to me, that right there just takes everything that the scientists are saying already without even having to go through all these Bible verses, tosses it out the window. Okay. Does that make sense to you, Nomad? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. pretty interesting, bro. Okay. So we got, okay. Now let me also just look into this. Okay. So we got Genesis one. So what, what's your okay, next verse? My next verse would be Genesis one. Uh, you could say 14 through 19. I'm okay, just going to kind of go over this. Um, so, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of heaven to divide the day from the night. So the firmament is on top up there. You see, let me get my finger like that. You see how the firmament goes? Oh, so it go this way. Okay. It goes up like that. All right. And inside the firmament, you have uh, two lights. One, and it said, let them be for signs and for seasons. That's for days and for years. Let them well, be Josh, for hey, let me interrupt real quick, dude. But if you think about it, look, if you think about it, this is the Bible. Telling you already, there's lights in the sky 
for this tells you for the signs, seasons, and and it's going to tell you when there's you know when there's winter, there's fall, there's how you grow your crops, how everything you're going to fall already right there, and that's that's already smarter. It's already teaching you something scientifically right there that that's telling you that you know what you should already like be like looking for, and that's that's like. That that's that's science that, that's so that's science right there. That, that's what people don't get. People think that the Bible is just like this thing that was just uh just oh just that that's thrown in there to make you people to believe and be happy, even if your life is all okay. crappy, you're gonna live also, no, it's crazy that this is real. And bro, you gotta be doing King James. I know you're doing uh probably the young something night. I can't remember what you said you read. <laughs> oh, the young literal <laughs> translation. Do if you're gonna do if you're gonna pull up Bible verses if you can on this well, one. Well, how long, how long, how long you been reading the Bible for though, no man? Uh, most of my life. I mean, I really, really started like reading it every day intently, um, probably for the last three years. For the last three but. years. Okay. So if, if you, if you read that and then you go to a King James version and then you, and if you start getting into that, you'll start to see like the differences where they, the words change. I got the King yeah. James. Yeah, the, yeah I, know. I know. I know. I, I'm just saying I, because I like, I like, I like translating going to both. And I think, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's good. The, but you see the, the different literal. words and the different verses where they switch and you're like, hey, why, that would mean totally something different than it would mean. It it, it, it messes with. It's kind of like the Mandela effect. When you look at something and see something for so long, you don't even know what the difference is anymore. Okay. Yeah, but so why I use the Young Literal translation is because I do feel like it's more accurate because it'll use specific words like Jehovah or you know like the literal names versus just saying Lord, Lord, Lord or Angel. It'll say Messenger. Um, wow. And like, and Lord is used many times for just to relate to a person who is like somebody's uh, superior. So yeah. to me, it's important it's to be good. able to distinguish that difference. So that's it's why I good. use the, the YLT. The reason why I'm, I'm telling you for this one is because there's words like expanse and there's sky, but firmament was, was a, was a word that was used in the, in the King James version. And, and I swear, dude, I see pastors try to go to a different version only for these texts. Like, but well, you have to understand the King James version was literally translated from the Greek and the Greek is, all right, let's the Greek language is super precise. A verb is, yeah. and, and a, and a, and a, and a, and a word in a, in a, a position. It has to be, it has to fit five. It's all good. It's all good. We, we want to get through this because it's nine thirty already. So we want to make sure because hey, I'm, I'm, I'm having a good time, dude. I'm not, me too. Me too. Me too. You have to fly through like you had like ten Red Bulls right now. All buddy. right. So <laughs> look. So it says. Um, so we talk about the signs and season for days and years, um, and let them be for lights in the firmament of heaven and give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights. Okay, that's another thing that that scientists need to understand. That God said he made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. I don't hear anything about planets. So when you hear flat earthers say that these planets that they're talking about are also stars, that's why they're saying that. Because even though some of them are probably Gnostic or maybe not even Christian, some of these flat earthers out there are explaining it in a way that you could relate to the Bible. So you have two great lights, okay? The moon has a light and the sun has a light. Here's the interesting thing. If you take the moon's light, right, and you and you take a temperature gauge to the moon's light, it's going to be like 50 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. And then if you go to the moon's uh, shade, it's actually going to be uh, warmer than the moon's light, okay? It's going to be opposite than what the sun is. So that's an interesting thing. So that means that the, the moon is putting off a cold light. Okay, so if you take the sun, obviously it's going to be hotter in the sun and then the shade is going to be colder, but it's going to be hotter in the shade and colder in the moon's light. 
So if you read the Bible, it says that there's two lights, okay? And if you look through the Bible, dude, there's several different verses where the moon, it says her light. It says that a bunch of times in the Bible, I could find you a bunch of verses that says the moon put off her light. It's not talking about the sun reflecting off the moon to the earth like they try to say to us. Okay, guys? So we so, have that. So wait, real quick. So you are saying the moon is the second light? Yeah, the sun is the yeah. first light okay. to rule the day and the moon is the second light to rule the night. So that's just what I'm just reading directly from the Bible and taking For the sure, Bible yeah. literally. Okay. Yeah, so when you see an eclipse... Do you feel like, because I, and I'm, I'm not an expert on eclipses, but like, me neither. Are you, <laughs> I think that's something that could be explored a little bit more with that, with that concept, because I feel like that's it a, does seem like it gets blocked out, right? So if it, it was its own light, is it maybe just because it's not bright, as bright as the sun? So the sun's making it so you can't see it? I don't know. Okay. So the flat earth perspective and how the moon and the sun moves, you can go to, uh, you know, the moon clock and Zodiac app uh, through Dave Weiss, if you want to see how they feel that it's moving. I don't know how it moves because the Bible's not telling me how it moves. All the Bible's saying is for science and seasons and that the moon is a light, the sun is a light. It talks about the stars. The only time it ever mentions planets is when people are worshiping them. It's not about, it doesn't say that God created them though in Genesis. And I'm going to tell you guys something. When, when uh, Moses is writing this stuff down, Dude, if you're taking something from God and he's speaking to you on how he created the earth, I'm going to write it exactly how he's telling me. And God's not going to lie to us, okay? These scientists that are trying to give you theories, because the Big Bang theory is a theory, evolution is a theory, anything they talk about creation is all a theory. It's not a fact. So when you go to a high school and you're, and you're being taught from your science teacher, they teach you as if it's fact. But if you look at all of it, it's obviously theory okay so that's the interesting thing um another thing that you that's that interesting is um in joshua 10 13 let's look at this one since we're on the moon and the sun thing okay it says and the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon the enemies is it not written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted away not to go down about a whole day. So yeah, God, longest day. That yeah. So God, day. so God made the sun stand still. So that means that's also recorded in Chinese history too. That's yeah, it. and the Mayan history too. Okay, yep, they said that they had a long, yep, they had yep, a longer day in. one day. Okay, so. So God is making the sun stand still. It doesn't say that God made the earth stand still. He said that he stopped the sun from moving because according to the Bible, the sun is moving. Okay. All right, here we go. Now we have, uh, now let's discuss the firmament. Uh, there's several verses on the firmament. Um, so firmament means rakia in Hebrew. And, um, and the connotation of it is, is being hard or it's being solid or beaten out, okay? Um, if you if you read in Job, he's talking about it being like molten glass, okay? Um, in Genesis 1, verses 6 through 8, and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. Okay, so if, if something's gonna divide water from water, there has to be something solid. And if you look at this picture right here, the firmament is solid and there's water above and there's water below. So it's dividing the water from the water, okay? And above that would be heaven, God's throne, okay? 
So we have that. So um, <clears throat> now let's look at uh, Ezekiel 10, verse 1. It says, Then I looked, and behold, in the firmament that was above the head of the cherubims, there appeared over them as, and it was like sapphire stone, as the appearance of likeness of a throne. So Ezekiel is looking up, and above the, the, the angels, he said he saw a firmament, and above that is going to be God's throne. Okay? That's why they have this picture like this. Because when you read through the Bible, it's talking about a firmament, and above the firmament is God's throne. Okay, that's why they in, in um you know the Nimrod Tower of Babel, they didn't they didn't want him to keep building up and up and up because they were trying to build it to heaven because they knew that they were trying to build to God's throne. Well, also when when you think about it too, back then we thought the we thought that everything rotated around us, which was true. And then now we say we rotate around the sun, which if you we were think geocentric, about it, yeah, we we're well, geocentric. If you think about it, it makes you unimportant. It makes you feel like you're just a number. You're taught that you're just not important anymore. When in fact that we are very special and God made something for us, for us, not that it was we were made for it. Like if you look at if you think about it, we rotate around the sun. That means it's easier for you to worship the sun. It's easier for you to think that the sun just creates all the power for you and that's all it does for you. And, and we are constantly rotating around it. It keeps us all in check. That's the only thing that's holding us together in this in this universe. And it's that's not the point. That's 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 wrong. And so you would think then you would believe in aliens and you believe in if you think about it, Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, Neptune. What are those? Those aren't planets, those are all gods that are meant to be worshipped. And, and if you're sitting there, we're we're we are we mention their name every day. Every day we give homage to those gods, whether it's through a whether it's through a holiday, or it's through we we talk about them during the week. We talk about them at school. You're taught that they're they're there, and you're taught to recognize them all the time. So, what 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 more can you say? It's it's though that stuff is all in in all false religions, worshiping the sun, worshiping the moon, worshiping Mars, That's worshiping they, Jupiter. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's all they want you to do, man. Like that's it's, it, uh, and and you don't even know you're doing it. You, you got know ob- bro. You got like fourteen obelisks in in the in the entire world. Okay, guys, you guys got one in London, Rome. You got them in, uh, you know, you got the phalluses. Um, it's Osiris's phallus is what it is. Okay, guys, so Osiris is all moon worship. Okay, you got it in London. You got it in Rome, in the middle of the Vatican. You got it in uh, Washington D.C. The Washington Monument. Uh, the you Nation of Islam. That. That Islam Islam <clears throat> worships the moon. They're 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 a god <clears throat> of the moon god. So yeah, that's yeah, just, why their sign is that's has just a an example. On. They they want you to rush, worship the S U N, not the S O N. So that's just something they do. So we'll continue with the firmament. So we got Revelation 4 6. It says, And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. So it's saying that there's a th- there's a firmament below uh God, right? Uh, and it's like a sea of glass or crystal. Okay. So one thing that I bring up that's, this is not of the, in the Bible, but this is something that happened. It's called operation fishbowl. Have you ever heard of that? No man. Yeah. yeah but I would love for you to elaborate a little bit for people okay, who haven't so heard about it. The original name was operation Dominique Chama. Okay. Dominique means belonging to God in Latin and Chama means fixed shell. So if you, Take Dominique Chama and, and, and you put it in English, it means fixed shell belonging to God. Okay. 
So Operation Fishbowl was a, a series of high-altitude nuclear tests in 1962. And the nuclear missiles that they were shooting off were called Thor's missile. So they're trying to take Thor's missile and shoot it into the firmament. And they said that they can see lights from uh, horizon to horizon or whatever it is, uh, you know, from each side of, they, can, they can, when they did this, they could see it light up the whole entire sky. So it almost seems like Operation Fishbowl. Think about it. It's like a hole in the top of a fishbowl. And then if you look down, it looks just like this right here. <laughs> the, the thing that you're looking at on the screen. So if, if you have the earth and you're shooting missiles into the firmament, you're trying to cause a fishbowl, right? A hole in the top of the firmament. So I believe that they were trying to blow missiles into the firmament. And that's why it was cause, ca called Operation Fishbowl, because it makes sense. And in 1962, now after that, what happens? They go and they do the fake moon landing, you know? I don't know if you I don't know if you've ever studied the moon landing before, but if you guys are listening to this, I suggest you guys look into that. Okay. That there's a lot of stuff. I could, I mean, I don't even want to take <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. We yeah, but that's no, that's still part of this. You gotta say, like, who it directed is. that? Who made okay. a, a director for a movie? Who was all into it? You you see pictures of them all hanging out together and they're pushing an uh uh a thought onto you to make you think that we think actually of the did thought. That. Think about what they're doing. Think about how they're disrespecting God by taking a, a Thor, which is a God, and a missile and trying to blow it into the firmament. Like, dude, that's crazy. So, yeah. So, Warner Von Braun was the gentleman from Operation Paperclip that came over. He was a Nazi. He came over to America, and he became the director of NASA. There were several scientists that came over, and they ended up being like the, you know, the CEO of uh, – Big companies, okay? Yeah, uh, like a lot of our big pharmaceutical companies. Aerospace companies, yeah, pharmaceutical aerospace. companies. So they, they took these people that are Nazis and they're supposedly our enemies and they put them in high positions. And Warner Von Braun happened to be in charge of aerospace. And if you look into the past of the Germans, what is their secret society? They have the Brotherhood of Saturnalia. That one right there, if you look into that, it's like one of their secret secret societies that was really deep inwoven. So I believe that Warner Von Braun was probably part of that type of uh, Saturn worship that they do. And then he ends up coming over here, doing his little aerospace program, doing his little NASA program. His first rocket he made was the Saturn V. Okay. It's, it's another of that Saturn worship or Satan, however you want to say it, um, or Venus, which would be like Satan or sun worship, which is, that's all satanic as well, okay? So we got Warner Von Braun coming over here, um, creating the NASA program uh, and, with- And working with Walt Disney and our media Walt Disney to start, to start perpetuating that message that he wanted to yes. get across or that yes. they wanted to get across. Spellbinding spell things, just like they rule. And he was he wasn't- Man, everyone thinks yeah, well, this they, war, World War II was about, you know, this, the Jews and stuff. No. It was saving them and then getting these scientists over here so we could start getting some stuff going on in ourselves because we were way behind. They were, they want, they were so – this is so uh, – this goes so deep. And the lie – and that's a lie. They keep you, so they keep you thinking study, that all this stuff is, is real. 
we did a uh, we did an episode on Operation Paperclip. You guys study that. You're going to see how mm. the Russians treated the the scientists compared to how Americans treated the scientists. Now Russia, they were they were more advanced than us at the time. So Russia was taking the scientists, giving them the same amount of money that normal people make over there, and they just took them and spit them back out to to Germany. Said, hey, you know what? We don't need as much from you because you guys don't have as much information as us. So we spit them back out. Us, we took these scientists. And we took the ones that Russians spit back out and took them over to America, and we started paying them well, giving them good money. These are Nazis that are that are supposed to be put on trial. That are that are doing. Uh, some of them were doing some experiments the on Nuremberg trials is because of these people. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, you know what I mean. And we're doing this stuff in America today. We're copying the same exact yeah. stuff, scientific <laughs> method. You would say that they were doing and saying, "Let's test it on the people." Who cares? This is who cares? This is They're awesome. just peons. They don't know. They don't they have no idea what's going on in the world. They're so I, I hear from other countries like they say like people from Ukraine are saying how, how Americans are just like babies. They have no idea what's going on in the world today. And, and we're just like hidden from everything. It's like, no, there are people that really dig into this stuff. But hey, as a whole, yes, America is 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 not doing too good. All right. And it's because oh. they fall away from the Bible and they fall away from God. They get away from this. They, they started coming up with their own. Oh, you're your own God. You can take take on the world yourself. It's okay. You know, mm -hmm. it's your will. It's not the will of anybody else. It's like, dude, you got a, you got a, you got a real backwards way of looking at things right now because so, it's not my story. It's his story. That's why it's called history. That's why I give it to him, not mine. I, I just want to learn more <laughs> about this stuff and, and, and defend myself because as it looks right here, that looks like exactly what, it, what what the picture should be and what people should be teaching today. Yeah, exactly. So we have Warner Von Braun. My brother was talking about it. Psalms 19.1. It says, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. So the firmament would be, you know, now. Them making that, was, it, that was on his tombstone, right? That's what yes. I was yes. thinking. Yeah. That was on yes. his tombstone. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, like, All right. thanks, for, thanks for elaborating on that. God's I, yeah, the yeah, man. Yeah. I couldn't beat him. I couldn't yeah, beat him. I, I couldn't last, get up there and get up there. One last tidbit on that. He also wrote a book, right, called Mars or something, where he oh, talked about Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, well, about Elon. Well, yeah, Elon. Not it was about. Elon, it was, it was like a group, technically. I think is how they did it, called it in the book. But yeah, it was called Elon. So it's just an interesting tidbit because it does seem like there's something deeper <laughs> that's orchestrating all of this, right? Like I don't. Of course. I personally, don't think it's just you know serendipity. It's indoctrination it was, yeah. to the fullest and. And uh, well, let's let's let, yeah, let's keep going with the Bible because I I, yeah, yeah. I would love to What's go with next? my opinion, but the Bible's the best. So we got Genesis one eight, and God called the firmament heaven. Okay, and and the evening and the morning were the second day. So there are three heavens. Okay, the first heaven is going to be where the birds fly. The second heaven would be where the moon, the sun, and the stars are, and then the third heaven would be up above the firmament. So when Paul in Second Corinthians twelve two. I knew a man in Christ above 14 uh, years ago. Cannot tell whether in the body or I cannot. Or he says whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. Uh, such a man was caught up into the third heaven. Okay, up into the third heaven. Okay, he doesn't say I got called into the third dimension or the fifth, fourth dimension or a different dimension. It says that Paul's body went up to the third heaven. Um, and he, he just, he just says that he, he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words. Uh, and it's not lawful for a man to utter, right? So he's, he's caught up into paradise into the third heaven. Okay. Um, there's also a story in Daniel where, 
um, Gabriel was coming to speak to Daniel and he says it took him three weeks to get to him. And he had to fight through, uh, you know, different demons and all this stuff just to get to him. And it took three weeks. So he was up in the, in the, in the throne of heaven, right. Uh, with God and God sent him down to meet with Daniel. It took him three weeks to get there because he was fighting through all this spiritual warfare from up in the third heaven down to Daniel. Right. Um, also, can I ask you a question on that? Yes. Like, yes, sir. I think that's one of the most interesting verses, you know, and it, it seems like it's a physical thing. Or, you know, if it's not, it seems like at some point it was because he manifested physically to Daniel, right? Or at least yes. visually. So what do you think that was that he was fighting through? Oh, like, demon! I think that he was fighting fallen angels demons? and demons. Yeah, I, I think there is between between uh, the, the, the throne of God, which is in the heavens, coming down. I mean, I think that he literally fought through demons. He said the Prince of Persia. So, like, in this picture, would you say, like, where it says the sky, where it's dark there, like, before you uh, get to the waters above the firmament? Or do you think maybe perhaps there's demons in both? I like, Maybe. I don't know. Because the Bible know, hasn't like, told me. <laughs> I, know, I know the the moon landing and all that seems really fake. But, you know, there is a lot of, you know, conspiracies and stuff around, like, a secret space program and stuff like that. Like, do yep. you think there's potential for there to be something like that? And it's not in, like, space as they tell us, but it is in this, like, lower inside the firmament space? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I Honestly, I, there's... We're just, the space is vast. The space is a vast, like, it's, it's a... Yeah. It covers a huge huge area of where you can't like you can't really go you can't really tell what's gonna ha like that type of answer right would be. Yeah. Like, yeah that's so a, that's a, we got we got another okay also anybody out there that's listening if you guys want to try to find me in the bible at all where it says that god is in another dimension or that god is millions and millions and billions and billions of miles away from us i want to find that that verse if somebody could show, show me that verse that says that god's in another dimension far far away show me Here's something that's interesting. In Jesus, when he was baptized, okay, by John the Baptist, here's, here's what it says, okay? This is on Matthew 3, 16 and 17. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went straight away out of the water, and lo, the heavens were open unto him, and, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lightning upon him. And lo, a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Now, I take this literally as he's getting baptized. And a voice came from heaven up in the sky, right? Not in another dimension, dude. This is, he said literally that the, the skies and the heavens were open. And all you, and you hear that the, and the spirit of God descended like a dove and you hear a voice from heaven, which is up in the sky, right? Yeah. And I think one of the uh, coolest parts about that is that if you are like looking at it, literally, it says it was open, right? Like almost like it was a hatch or something that was, that yeah. was open and, yeah. and sealed, right? Yeah, so it's 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 awesome, dude. It's like it's it's when you when you break down this stuff, I mean, literally when I was opened up to this, I was like it makes sense, dude. You know, it, it makes sense. Um and then we have another thing for the firmament. We have Ezekiel 1 uh verse 26. It says, "And above the firmament that was over their heads was like the likeness of a throne appearance." I think I already went over that one. I apologize. Um let's go to Ezekiel 8 verse 3. He stretched out the form of a hand and took me by a lock of my hair and the spirit lifted me up between earth and heaven and brought me in visions of God and Jerusalem and to the door of the north gate of the inner court, which were seat image of jealousy was, which provokes uh, jealousy. So this one was interesting because it says that 
Um, he lifted me up between earth and heaven. Okay. So he lifted me up between earth and heaven. So if you look right here, you see that there's earth and then there's uh, the heavens is above. So he, he lifted, he actually lifted his spirit up between earth and heaven. It always talks about going up. Uh, like when Jesus, when he ascended to heaven, he went up, right? And then it says he descended into hell, like we were talking about. So when all these people talk about hollow earth, I'm not against that. I'm like, you know what? Sheol and hell is in the earth. I believe that, okay? But you guys need to complete it. That's why when I was listening to that podcast, I was like, yeah. I understand what he's saying. And yeah, he's right. I, but I don't believe that there's giants and Nazis and all these other things in the earth. I believe that hell is in the earth. Okay. Well, and, I will, and, yeah, it, it talks about in, in, uh, let's see in Job 26, five, it, it talks about the Raphaim are formed beneath the waters. Also their inhabitants. Uh, and it talks about Sheol and all of that. So like there's, there's a lots of, uh, references where it's talking about different entities in the earth. And that's another thing that people should pay attention to and look at the different translations. Cause if you look at the more literal translations, it will, there's a very uh, clear distinction between on and in. And yes, uh, J that verse Joe, yeah, 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 so yeah. crazy. I never that recognized is, that. The, me neither, like bro. The, it's almost like the same verse. The chapter, uh, like one and then chapter he's talking two, about, he's talking about, he's talking about, okay. So he's actually in the, he's with God, right. And, uh, mm -hmm. he, he's talking to God. Satan is talking to God and he asked him where he went. He said to and fro in the earth and on the earth is what he was walking. Right. I believe that's what it says. Something like that. Well, right? yeah. That so it's weird though, because there's literally two chapters that say like the same verse, but uh -huh. the, the second chapter it's saying in. The first yeah. chapter, it's saying on. So he's, it's like it's saying both, and it will show you, you know, the difference. So there's, it's clearly... Now, there's you're going to see that in the, in the King James Version. You're going to see in the earth. But if you if you go to different Bible verses like the NIV and all yeah. that, they won't put in the earth. Because mm -hmm. what they do is they filter science through the Bible. They're not filtering the Bible through science, right? So right. Um, let me see. Am I, am I saying that right? I think I'm saying that right. Let me make sure I am. But anyways, um, yeah, so I just think that's interesting. I think that's I, I do believe that hell is in the earth. You know, I do. And then when they're talking about Raphaim being in the in the in the earth, that is demons. Because that's what the Raphaim are now, because they died in the flood. So now they are demons. Are they I'm sorry, the Nephilim. They're, that's what they are. They're, they're spirits. Well, the Rephaim and the Nephilim, they're all they're all descendants of each other. So if yeah, you yeah, think yeah. about it, they can't be resurrected. So their souls, whether you like it or not, your soul is eternal. It doesn't matter. Because I was learning this the other day. If you put, it was uh, I learned it from Chuck. I was listening to Chuck Missler. He said, if you put if you put a billion gigabytes into a into a computer, how much is that computer gonna weigh any more differently? No, it's gonna be the same as is if, if it's not, it's just like your soul. Your soul is, it doesn't weigh anything. And, and when it leaves your body, you're, you're, it's, it's, you're not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to affect your weight either, either at all. But it, what that means is that your that information out there, like, like, a, like, like this, 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 uh, like this broadcast sent from like a, from a, you know, like sent from, a, from satellites, whatever it's, 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 a, it's eternal. It's going to be out there forever. It, you know, it can never go away because it's, 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 it's out there. So once your soul leaves and you're, you're eternal forever, it's, whether you spend it where does, heaven or you spend it below, it's where yeah. you, you got to like it or not. It's your soul is eternal. And when you, you think about it, 
if, if you think about how uh, God teaches you, it teaches you to be understand that you are an important piece of his plan. Not an alien. Not so he, he, he didn't die for the aliens. He didn't die for the refining. Jesus Christ did not die for an, anything else but for us. So when you bring and you start bringing that stuff into like things like that, you start to question yourself like, well, man, they're pushing an agenda where there's, there might be even aliens coming now. An alien could come the next day and, and, and be here. And that could be a demon, you know, or, or just things visiting. They're saying from outer space that all oh, the, the area 51. They have, How do I know? They yeah. have that in their like, back like, pocket. Always, well, I know they have you, the alien thing in their Bible, back pocket when, when waiting. Lucifer fell. It was like a great light from the sky, right? Lightning, lightning came out. So when you see things like that, how do I know that's not an angel falling down? And he's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm choosing this side now. You oh, know, how do right. I know that's a demon coming through? He's like, I'm choosing this side. Now. And hold on, think about it. What did Jesus or what did uh, Satan do? He fell from heaven onto the earth. So where was heaven? Up. He fell like lightning onto the earth, right? So that's mm-hmm. another way to look at it. But okay, here's the one that everybody says. Uh, if you're a glober, this is the one verse in the Bible where they try to say, all right, guys, we found it, okay? But let me just go ahead and dissect it for you guys and, and see what we, what we think about this, okay? First off, I have to tell you guys that there is no Hebrew word for sphere, okay? There's a Hebrew word for circle, but there's no Hebrew word for sphere. Now, there is a Hebrew word for ball, okay, guys? So um, let's look at this verse. The Globers say that this proves that the that the earth is a sphere, but I'll, I'll show you what it says. It says Isaiah 40, verse 22 and 20, 21 and 22. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to dwell in. First of all, he put a tent. So I'm going to ask you, I used to be in the military, bro. I used to have a tent all the time. I've never put a tent on a ball or a globe. I put a tent on flat ground, right? So that's mm-hmm. pretty interesting that he says that he stretches out the heavens like a curtain and he spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. Also, the circle of the earth. If you guys look at this uh, right here, this this uh, if you just looked from the from the top down, it would be just looking at a circle is what it would be looking at, right? So uh, I'm talking about the, the thing you guys have on the screen. It's just you, you're looking at it from a side view. But if you just looked at it from the top view, it's going to be like a circle, like a quarter. Right. So mm-hmm. so God is in the heavens looking down on us like we're grasshoppers. As you see in this picture above the firmament is God's throne. God is looking down on us like we are grasshoppers. That that does make sense from a flat earth point of view. Um, if God was looking down at us like we're grasshoppers and it was a globe, then he'd only be able to see like one part of the globe. He wouldn't be able to see all of us, right? So I thought I thought that was interesting. So, and the author Isaiah clearly knew the difference between a ball and a circle because in Isaiah, Isaiah 22, 18, uh, he says, he surely violently turned and tossed thee like a ball into a large country and uh, thou shalt not die. There the chariots of thy glory shall be the same in thy Lord's house. So he does talk about a ball in one of his, you know, in Isaiah 22, 28. Okay. So he knows the difference between a ball and a circle, right? Yeah. That's a great point. Okay. So I think he he clearly knew the difference. So God is watching us like grasshoppers. Now, this is another thing. If people knew that, that we're on earth, 
above us is the sky above us is the firmament and God is looking down on us. Whenever your boss is looking at you at work, what are you doing? You're always doing the right thing, right? So if everybody knew that God was looking down on us from his throne and seeing us omnipresent, seeing everything we're doing, then most people would, if they knew for sure, for a fact, they would probably be acting differently. They would be sinning less, right? You'd sin less. Obviously, we're not sinless. We can never be. But I think that people would definitely be sinning less. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I think I think he wants to. I've said this before, but I think he wants he create he's creating this great kingdom for us. But he wants people who actually want to be there and not people who just think that's what they're supposed to do because of some dictatorship. Right. Yes. That's that's how I see it. And so he wants to see who is really going to rise to the top and 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 love people and love the love the creator. Like That seems yeah. to be what. And if there. And if there's any Catholics out there, you go go to the, the Catholic uh, website and you're going to find out that you're going to replace firmament with dome. That's what they put. They put dome. So they are literally talking about every single time I say firmament, there says dome. So if you look at it from a flat earth perspective, I mean, that probably makes all the flat earthers excited. Like, whoa, it says dome. You know, so when you see firmament, and you replace it with dome. You're like, whoa, then it makes sense, you know, with, with what you're looking at here, uh, in, mm -hmm. in front of us on the screen. So that, I thought that was interesting. Um, I, 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 I still like the, have you ever read the, the verse with in Job? This is not about flat or anything like that, but this is how I learned that, that I started to believe that, that really into like, wow, God is our, is the creator of this world because he says, he says in Job, uh, 38, 31, he says, and this is the oldest book in the Bible. Job is the oldest written book in the Bible. So, and this is, this Christ says, canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? Which is he saying is that those are those are for, those are constellations in the sky. And Pleiades is a very, very, very small, tight knit group of stars together to where he's saying that now, like this is what astronomy nowadays says about gravitational pull with between Orion's belt and Pleiades, which they say that they're so close, they share a gravitational pull with each other. And I know people flat out there are going to say there's no such thing as gravity and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is that how did God know that? How did how did Job know that? Right. Did, yeah, who, I love that verse. Job is yeah, awesome. but back yeah, yeah, how did he know that? He's telling them, hey, you guys are men. You guys got all these answers for everything. Tell me where you're at when I built this earth. When I put these things together. When I made these these stars so to sh a formation of stars that 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 share a, a, a gravitational pull to each other how did how did how did job know that how did anybody know that right yeah and what does he say like yeah where were you when i laid the foundation yes that's what i yeah. said where it's, were you it's guys? so humbling and i, I think yeah. about that all the time i'm like yeah where was i where was i to consult when this was all being done right like I yes didn't have there's things that god it. wants you to learn but there's things that god's like i think that he's like okay you, you this is why he confounded the languages at the tower of babel this is why he stopped our our uh, our age from being from from being 800, 900 years old to being 120 because you start getting too smart for your own good and you start studying things that you're not supposed to dabble in. It doesn't say in the Bible, study how I how I created this world and how I created the the stars. It just says this is what I did. Now, you know, this is how you get saved. And now what do you do with other. it? <laughs> yeah, it has like nothing to do it. to yeah. say dig into dig into demons and find out how they started and dig into them. And there's no room for that in the kingdom in heaven. There's no room for that. It's just you. And, and but when you start to break down the the like Josh was saying, the firmament 
He started, you know, arguing the fact that, 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 then he started taking away from the beliefs of God, not just because you're a flat earther or a globe or it doesn't matter. This stuff does yeah. not matter. It doesn't. it doesn't. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I, I think it matters in a, there's a huge deception going on that, that there that that matters. could be pulling on us. Matters. That's a lie. You take, you yes. take evil and you expose it. So I do believe it matters in that, but it doesn't matter about dude. Anybody no, I, that's I, I a really glober. Anybody that's a Glober or I'm not, I'm just, all I'm saying is I don't believe what the scientists are telling us. This right? is secondary doctrine. For sure. Or like, for get, sure. Get, yeah. you know, like secondary. But, things it's, and at the end but of it's the day, we're trying to understand our creator. We're trying to get closer to our yes. creator. Right. And I think it there's makes, something honorable about that. Where yes, it's, yes, you know, it's, a different yes. mind, it's a different mindset than like, oh, I'm trying to be God. I'm trying to be greater. There's than God. a faith to to aspect. God, like, there's a faith aspect yeah. to this. My faith is placed in the Bible. My faith is placed into what it's saying. I'm not right. placing my faith in science or anybody. So it's actually faith. We're, we're, not, we're saved by grace through faith, right? Not mm. by works so that no man shall boast. It's a gift from God. So Amen. we are saved by grace through faith. So this is building somebody's faith because I'm not being letting the, them indoctrinate my brain i'm just taking well, what the bible either. is saying I'm, not lie to me. I'm taking what the bible is saying and i'm placing that above any man so we're actually doing the right thing here by doing this okay yes so let's go yes. with uh uh let's go with this first okay guys um this is revelation 1 verses 7 through 8 every eye will see okay it says behold he will cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him and they also which pier which pierced him um, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is which was and which has to come, the Almighty. So when Jesus comes, right, you guys got to think about this. That's 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 the time when every eye will see, and, and it doesn't have to be, dude. There's some places that don't they don't have TV, they don't have satellite, they don't have cell phones right now to this day, okay? So in order for every eye to see him, the, it's going to be tough on a globe. Only one-fourth of the eyes are going to see him if he, if he comes in a globe, okay? But if it's like what we're talking about right here, Jesus comes, the whole entire earth will see Jesus coming on the clouds, right? It says every eye will see in the Bible, not a fourth of the eyes. It says every eye, okay? Another thing that I thought was very interesting, it says that stars fall from heaven, okay? Stars fall from heaven, okay? You guys need to understand something. There's supposed there's supposedly 200 billion stars in our galaxy alone, okay? And each star has planets rotating around it, okay, guys? That's what the scientists tell us. They say that each star is like a sun, okay? It like our sun, and it has planets rotating around it either too. Now li listen to this verse right here and you tell me that if it makes sense the way they're telling us, okay? These stars are supposedly so big that they're bigger than our star, our sun, okay? Um, it says that, um, Revelation 6, verses 13 through 15, and the stars of heaven fall onto the earth, even as a fig tree casts her untimely figs, and when she is shaken of a mighty wind, and the heaven departed as a scroll, when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places, and the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men of the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and the rocks of the mountains. So you guys have to understand something, dude. And this verse is talking about the stars are falling from heaven. 
Now, if you look at it from our point of view, when we say that the sun, the moon, and the stars are in the firmament, and the stars are not these huge, gigantic, crazy, uh, you know, like billions, billions and billions, billions of light years away. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So also, um, uh, and, and that is also not just said in Revelation. It also is said in, um, I know there's a verse in, in Matthew that where Jesus is talking about the stars are going to fall. And that's coming out of Jesus's mouth. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe you, I could look that well, up. Real, real so. quick, do you happen to know if there's different words used or terminology when we're talking about uh, like God's, like the upper level of heaven versus the sky? Like in, in this image where it's showing, you know, the moon and the stars. Are, when they say heaven, are they referring to, you know, does that make sense? Like, cause, it does. Because we're talking about three heavens, but... Is it is there verses where it's specific on like the different heavens other than the one? Is it Paul that went up to the third heaven? Yeah, he talks yeah. about going to the third heaven. Ezekiel's talking about like a firmament, and then God's throne is above that. Um, so, so, so usually, usually in the upper level, it, it it would be referred to as the third heaven, essentially. Yeah, like the third then, heaven, exactly. And when yeah. they just say the heavens, they just mean the sky, kind of. Sometimes you know, it just depends. You have to break down the Hebrew because I, right. I, I, I'm not a, a Hebrew specialist, but sometimes, yeah, like it, you're gonna read it, and that's a good point. You're gonna read it, and you're gonna, and they might be talking about the sky. Sometimes they're gonna, but when they're talking about the firmament, they use that word a lot, dude, in the Bible. They're not mm -hmm. talking about the sky or the expanse or the universe or the, the vault or the vault would be something. But some people say, dude, there's even a version that says canopy. Like mm -hmm. why would yeah. you use the word canopy there? It's yeah, because why... the way that Globers explain the firmament is that it was a big old thing of ice around the earth. And what happens is when the flood, when God flooded the earth, that ice melted and that caused the flood of the earth. That's what they say. But if you look at it, if you want to, if you want to believe science, you look at what would happen if that ice melted like that. It would turn the earth. It would. It would. It would have. It would have destroyed the whole entire earth because they say that when if ice melted like that from space, it does something like where. by the time it hits our atmosphere, it's hotter than lava or something. It's well, weird. Think about it. If 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 you have a North Pole and a South Pole, and the whole place is covered in in ice, when you have a polar shift, that one side started getting heavier than the other, and it would just it would just like it would tip, wouldn't it? Would yeah, it, not, it, it would destroy the earth. Axis, okay. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be right. It would be total devastation. The whole there would be no there would be no dinosaurs like they say, there would be no humans left on the earth. There would be nobody left to repopulate the earth. I'll tell you that. Just right think now. about and Joshua, if God stopped the earth from moving, just like this, poof, there would be it. catastrophe among <laughs> bro, <you're> flying. <laughs> bro, it would it would everybody would be gone, dude. It'd be done. So, yes, anyways, it, it, you throw that, the Earth's <laughs> axis off, like they say, by a like by as like a like a foot. You're talking, you're talking different. You're talking devastation beyond you can even talk about. And like, and like you said, the stars fall from the earth. It doesn't. We're all dead anyways. It doesn't matter. It's like okay, you know, I have. I have that verse I wanted to bring up. So okay, we have yeah, Mark, it, Mark 13, uh, verse 24 and 25. This is Jesus speaking. He said, but in those days after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give her light, which is interesting. And the stars of heaven shall fall and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. This is, if you're a Christian, this is Jesus talking, which we believe is God in the flesh, right? So He's going to tell you what's happening. God is not going to lie to us, right? He's not going to tell us. 
He's gonna if he if if he wants to speak to us, he's not gonna tell us that stars are gonna fall. That's that's like if he wants to say asteroids or meteors or whatever, he created everything. He could tell you that they're meteors or they're asteroids. That's what some people try to do, bro. They try to go, all right. Well, scientists say this, so let's go ahead and explain this. All right, uh, from the pulpit. Well, he's talking probably these stars that are coming down are probably gonna be like meteors or asteroids hitting the earth. Why would you do that? You're taking the Bible and you're interpreting it. You need to take this literal. Why do you have to take what Neil Tyson DeGrasse says or Bill Nye or any of these astrophysicists or any of these people that are speaking with their $55 million budget? You don't have to take all that stuff and put it in with the Bible. You don't have to do Bill that. Bill Nye is opinion. a paid actor. He was a paid actor. <laughs> he was a failed actor. Yeah, he's a nice Straight Freemason, just face. like uh, Neil Tyson DeGrasse. Straight Freemason, getting paid to just be an actor, dude. And, and it's all good. I mean, I respect your research. I respect you as as a person. I don't want to be mean, or you know. But yeah, I mean, they could just be being deceived as well. Uh, but exactly, the, there you go. The, there you go. I'm Perfect. curious if you could elaborate on that um, verse a bit. So you're saying that you, you know you're taking this literal as stars falling and not meteorites or something. What what yeah. does that look like to you then? Um, isn't it isn't it, isn't if, that what you were saying about Lucifer was a fallen star? Yeah, yeah. Um, he is a fallen star, so that's so a way that, that you like, can, you can yeah, think like, about it. Like maybe entities? the stars, maybe the stars are. Um, oh, what what word do they use for it? I'm sorry, I'm it's Lum luminaries, luminaries, or in the maybe soul lure fallen system? angels that are like, hey, you you're gonna be you're gonna keep you're gonna be up there as a star. Maybe this is just I'm, I, the Bible doesn't say this, so but he did fall. You said like Lucifer fell. If you want to look at it in that perspective, He's the maybe. Star. Maybe these stars are fallen angels that have to move a certain way every single night. It could be, but I don't want to be like a fantasy yeah, land. Yeah. I don't know, man. No, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I was just curious because you were you were talking about like uh, taking it literal as like fallen stars. Well, so well let's take the constellations if... though too. They tell a story of of the actual virgin birth all the way through till the lion, like Leo's the lion of Judah. If you go through it, it's all it like if. Our 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 system for for a calendar we go by a calendar by months days and years. The 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 Jews go by you know the Jewish people go by the moons and 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 when the the feasts and everything like that. So it's totally different to them. It's like that's why it's like it's it's weird to to <clears throat> see like see? how much time things have changed in the world. This like the views on the. The scientific views on the planet, the the shape of the planet, the stars, the, the planets, every other planets in the sky have changed so much. So how do I know that all of it's right still? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that because people got it wrong before. I mean, talk brilliant minds got it wrong before. I'm talking the brilliant minds of their time. Dude, guys, science changes like insane, dude. It changes all the time, dude. Like it changes, it changes, it changes. It's never constant, but the word yeah. of God is constant. It's constant. It's going to stay the same. I mean, some of these people try to change it, but I also told you in that verse, I said, the moon shall give her light to not give her light. Okay. So Jesus is saying that the moon is not going to give her light. And he says that the sun is going to be darkened. So I thought that was interesting. Another verse that um, is uh, Ezekiel 32, uh, seven, it says, and when I shall put thee out, I will cover the heaven and make the stars thereof dark. I will cover the sun with the cloud and the moon shall not give her light. Okay, Ezekiel is a prophet. He's able to speak to God. So he says the moon will not give her light. So that's 
There's going to be, you can find at least 10 verses in the Bible where it's talking about the moon giving. You can't land on a light. You can't light. land on the sun. You can't land on the moon. There's no way yeah. it's a light. It's going to, it's going to, it's probably, it's still going to burn you. <clears throat> so, well, I don't now know if let's... anything there necessarily says that you can't land on it. I mean, it, it doesn't. There could be something there that, that says it gives off light. There's probably things that give off light that you can, that you like, can still land, land on. on and yes. All that, but now, yeah, I, not saying I, they do. But. And it's hard because when you look at the moon with, with like a telescope, you see it, you're like, man, I don't know. Maybe it looks like a rock. But then in some, some people that, that focus on it really closely, it's like, man, I don't know if that's a rock. Some, there was a scientist that came out in the fifties that said, it's, you're not going to be able to land on it. It's plasma. It's not, it's not rock. Right. And then yeah. they said, oh, we landed on the moon. It's all good. We did this. And so I don't know. All I'm going to tell you guys what comes out of the Bible, I don't want to c- come with like, you know what I mean? I, I don't yeah, know. No, I, I, think it's, I think it's good, though, to bring up these different perspectives and talk about them and, and, <clears throat> and be clear about what we're uh, deriving from the Bible specifically, but then what's just yeah. kind of hearsay and conjecture. Um, kind of along those same light, lights, I was wondering what you think about satellites because this is something I've been thinking about recently. When when you see, you know, the space station orbiting or whatever, they oftentimes look the same as the stars, right? And well, so if the stars are supposedly, you know, billions of miles away or whatever. They look the same size as the star. They look the same as the satellite. Yeah. And it's like the size of a bus. Bro, right. the satellites are like the size of a bus. They're going into supposedly you know, 1800 degrees, uh, the world trade center, what did it burn at? They said it burned at like, you know, steel burn at like, you know, 1800 degrees and it melted it like nothing. So you have mm-hmm. these satellites that are up there and supposedly hot, you know, find out what the satellites are yeah, made out of. They're not made out of gold. The sun, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 It, wasn't there just something? Yeah. That yeah. 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 The sun? They, they went 20, they went, they went like 23 million miles close to the sun. The closest any of them has done, but think yeah. about what they're made out of. Are they made out of tinfoil, aluminum, titanium, whatever they're made out of. So if you go with what the scientists say, they're saying that it's, you know, 1800 to 2200 degrees out there. Find out the melting point of what these satellites are actually made of. So then you go, oh, well, 1500 to 1700 degrees. Like, wow, how could it be in something that's 18 to 2200 degrees? Like they're saying. So I think it's interesting. Now, if there are satellites, hey, they're in the sky right there in Earth's uh, orbit. Okay. They're not outside of Earth's orbit. I see some of the NASA people right now, uh, are sitting there talking and they and they say that we're not able to get out of Earth's orbit. They're saying that now. Right. Yeah. Think about going outside of Earth's orbit anyway, bro. You're going 66,600 miles an hour. We're spinning at 1,000 miles an hour and you're going to take a rocket and send it out of that uh, crazy spinning ball of... Uh, that's, in, that's insane to me. I think but it would snap they, your neck. How, how far is the sun away from here? 93, 93 million miles away. How long okay. would it take for you to send <clears throat> something going 100 miles an hour? Well, it's going like 3,000 miles an hour is what they say. So yeah, okay. I did it's the math taking, on this. It'll take like six months, two years. <laughs> it'll take like a year to get that far. Okay, bro, so you're say, so think about it. There's 93 million that, miles is a lot. Like, if you don't understand the numbers, like trillion, yeah, billion, yeah, yeah. It's a lot, dude. It's, it's one and a half lot. light years away. So yes, that's yeah, a the, lot. Big, the bigger numbers they use, it makes it harder for people to comprehend. And then they just want to oh, accept it because they're like, insane. Uh, I don't even How know, is it right? the moon and the sun are the exact same size, bro? And that one of them's 93 s- million miles away. The other one's uh, only yeah. 238,000 miles away, right? It's, it's just, it's interesting. 
Very interesting. Somebody has a question. Uh, we've gone over a lot of Bible stuff, and this is great. And this is just evidence of like how many, how much, how many verses there are in the Bible that actually talks about this. Uh -huh. um, but just kind of getting away from like everything that we've been taught and everything we've read. Just when you're looking and observing, what do you guys feel like is going on with the sun? Like if you watch a sunset. And this is something because when I look at like the flat earth model, it seems like it has the sun just kind of going like around. Going away you from know. you. It's yeah, basically but like, the, but when the you sunset. See a sunset to me, it looks uh -huh. more like an arc. Like like in this image, you know, if you pictured that sun kind of going around that arc, like around the dome, like in a rainbow shape almost. Uh -huh. To me, that's how it looks like when I'm watching a sunset, it seems like it's arcing. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you feel like it is going like over the ball or whatever? Is, is that what you mean? Or like over? Well, I, I mean, I don't it, know. it is. It's hard. But to... how come? How come in Antarctica or anywhere like that, <clears throat> it never gets dark? Like, like in a lot, like if you go that far, it never gets. Sometimes it never gets dark. If you think about it, it goes around like like that model right there. If like when we had uh, Dave Weiss on, he sh mm -hmm. he showed like a simple, like a simple like project you could do. They'll, they'll tell you. It, yeah, it Bro. looks like the sun's going away from you. That's why it looks like it's going down, but now, it's just going like away from you. Now I, I going like this and, and, and going like down like. This. I agree. Here. I agree with what you're saying, bro. Like, but there's our eyes though; they deceive yeah. us. We can yeah. only see like a certain distance away. We can only see certain things. So when the moon, when the sun is going down, it does look like that. And in the Bible, it says the sun goes down. We still say that the sun goes down. The sun goes up, right? That's the mm -hmm. sun moving, right? So on the moon, go, what about the moon on the mountains? You could, if, when you see the moon coming up over the mountains, it looks huge, right? When it gets over the yeah, sky, and you'll, like, you'll see them. You'll see them in the sky at the same time, right? Yeah. And it, it it looks like they're like arcing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be my eyes, but you know, usually that's like uh, based off of how, where you're looking. Things will start yeah. to like get circular or whatever. But if you like are actually looking up, you know, it'll look like it's above so, you. So far, this is what the Bible has said that. I believe so far what we've gone over that there's a firmament in the sky, which is like a dome. Uh, mm -hmm. It also says that the moon and the sun are moving and the, the earth isn't we're stationary. Uh, so far it's talked about God's throne being up above the firmament. We've gone over that. Uh, also that there's two lights in the sky. A sun has a light and the moon has a light. Uh, it doesn't say anything about planets uh, this whole time of creation, which I think that God would have said, I created the sun, the moon, the stars also, and the planets. If 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 all this stuff was important as they make it, okay? If and then I and then also we we just came we came to the conclusion that God created the earth first and the land and the vegetation and then he created the moon and the sun after that. So, I just now as far as the earth being flat, as far as all that stuff the only way I could tell you about that would be to go these other verses. Okay. These verses right here are, are, are not saying that the earth is flat. Um, but it is talking about the earth is in a fixed position. Okay. So it is saying that, and I heard you bring that up nomad on the last podcast. So it says the earth. Um, okay. So Psalms 104 verses four and five, it says, who maketh his angels spirits, his ministers of flaming fire, who laid the foundations of the earth that it should not be removed forever. So that's immovable, okay? Uh, Chronic, First Chronicles 16.30, he has fixed the earth firm, immovable, all right? Uh, Psalms, uh, Psalms 93.1, 
Thou hast fixed the earth immovable and firm. Psalms 96.10. He has fixed the earth firm and immovable. I, I mean, I could keep going. Isaiah 45.18. Who made the earth and fastened it? Fastened it. Him and himself fixed it fast. Okay. Um, so there's several other verses you can find as well. I'm just kind of right, going over yeah. a few. No, so that's that saying it's spinning though. It doesn't say it's, it doesn't say moving at all. It says everything's always held down and fastened and foundations are laid. It's not, doesn't say. So now we've yeah. gone over everything we've gone over is, is basically saying that the earth is, is, is immovable. It's fixed. It has foundations. It has a firmament. Um, God's throne is above us. Uh, also, I could go over several verses that says that hell is below us. Jesus descended into the earth. Um, also, it talked about the devil walking on the earth and in the earth. Okay, so if you're just, I'm just trying to give you guys a picture, and the picture that's on the screen is pretty much what what we have here. Okay, um, there's also a one that some flat earthers say, but this is a vision, so I don't want to. Um, I don't want to go put too much weight on a vision because a vision is, is, is something that, but it, it does talk about Daniel uh, being on the highest tree and being able to see all, all the earth. It says um, Daniel four verses uh, 10 and 11 and Daniel, the King saw a tree of great height at the center of the earth, reaching with its top to the sky and visible to the earth's farthest bounds. If the earth were flat, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm about to start reading what the com commentary said. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so it, it's talking about he he went up to the tree at the highest tree in the middle of the earth, and it's he's able to see the earth's farthest bound. So it's it basically it's a vision. So I don't want to, like I said, don't want to put too much weight on it. But it, right, it's, yeah. he went to the and, highest tree, and he could see the the furthest he could see. So that's just something that some people say. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I, I think that's good. Do you have uh, how many more verses do you have? Do you know? Uh, I'm just curious because well, I'm not. I'm, I'm good on time. I was just wondering. Like, there's so. I oh, are we already so an hour and seventeen minutes in? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Sorry. Oh, dude, I'm not uh, in a hurry at all. Like, I could. No, keep he's going just asking night. how many verses you have because there's so many of them that I didn't yeah, even think. And, well, and there's just Bro. there's a lot of like I want people to understand that you know this is definitely <laughs> biblical, but I also want to give people just like practical things. Um, just to use their common okay. sense and just to look around like one of the, have you heard the theory uh about like parallel cities and like how no. you know when you look at a skyline that like all of the buildings look very much straight right like there's no you don't see them curving yes i thought that was an interesting point uh, that was a, a new one for okay. me okay there was one that where they did this experiment they were like 10 miles away and they were on the same uh elevation they have a uh, they, they do an experiment between two skyscrapers and there was, they were able to see each other with nothing in between them. There's also, uh, some experiments they did across lakes of 10 miles. Okay. Which should be 33 feet of curvature. All right. Which dude, water, water always levels, bro. Okay. I know, water yeah. always levels. We use water as a leveler to level stuff out. Right. So, um, now the, now obviously the oceans, the waters move, but Dude, you're going to you're going to be able to take these Nikon cameras, okay? And you're going to see you're going to be able to look with your naked eye and see a, a ship and be like, "Okay, I see the curvature." But if you take that Nikon camera and you focus in on that on that boat, there's no curvature. Now, they could go 10 miles out, 7 miles out, 6 miles out, whatever it is, and there's supposed to be like 33 miles of curvature or 22 miles of curvature, 
or I'm sorry, 22 feet or 32 feet of curvature in between. Uh, and, and it's not there. So mm -hmm. there has to, dude, if you look at the globe, you're going to see the water curving right on the right. globe. So if you start yeah. doing experiments, you're going to find out like, dude, the lakes have to be curving as well. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. if you look at a lake on a map, I would well, like yeah. them to go. I would like them to take a satellite, put it out in, in, in a, whatever, let's say, uh, you know, 400, 500 miles away from the earth. And so they could see the whole entire earth. And I want them to zoom in on Australia. I want to see people standing upside down. And I want to see people boating upside down. I want to see people swimming upside down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You yeah. never, you never see like point. this. Show me you that. Never, <laughs> the sphere, even in space pictures, right? Like, bro, they don't like ever even show. Even when they're every real, single picture it looks like circular, every single picture you know. of the just, earth, like a horizon, are not yeah. real. They're not real. No, from I, space. I know they have a whole organization. They have more yeah. graphic designers than any okay, company. Guys. Any, so, yeah. Um, I would my love point with the skyline thing is like if you look at skylines and you do the math and everything and I haven't but you know just based off of my general conception of like a sphere if you were to have buildings on a sphere they would be like you know oh like yeah, yeah yeah and I actually I just to kind of try to visualize I know what you mean I, I know what you I tried to I, try, I made a little example here yeah. you know you can see like the the um, push, push pins I have here they're like at different angles yeah, and so See, that, yes, that that's exactly that's a that's a simple the way that they get you the project you could do at home by yourself. Exactly. Like I couldn't, I shouldn't be able to see this person over here, like like <laughs> uh, like like you said, ten miles away. There should be, I should be see a now, little bit of curvature. Every every one mile is eight inches squared. Okay, so that's how much curvature you're gonna have. But when you start going to ten to fifteen miles, that's like thirty three feet, uh, fifty five feet of curvature you're supposed to see. So that's like a three story building. So you're not supposed to see there's uh, also like, there's a canal that's like 120 mile canal, dude. If it was curved, bro, that water would be going down, dude. It would yeah, but look how, look at that picture. It right wouldn't there. stay in the, in the canal, bro. But, but look, look at the picture. You shouldn't be able to see that, that, that horizon in the back, those mountains like that in the back. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to see that. That well, way back there, you should not be able to see right. that mountain that, 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 yeah. that, that at all. There, there's no also way. the longest landscape photography, I think was like, Ah, man, I have to look it up. I don't want to, to butcher this, okay, guys? If I butcher this, uh, please, man. It's my uh, fault because I'm making them go off, off of the topic of the Bible. <laughs> I'm going off the top of my head. I don't have this in my notes, but just look up the longest landscape photo. And the guy was taking a picture from this one thing, and he, he took a picture of another area that he should have never been able to see on his, on his camera, guys. So as we're getting more technology and, and people are able to do these uh, experiments, you're going to see that the curvature is not there. So, um, no. And I would love to be proven wrong. So if anyone listening please. or watching this, like, now, please, we, like, show We are us. on hills and valleys, though. So yeah. they made it impossible for us to, with our naked eye, you know, do any experiments, dude. It's like, it's, it's very tough. And, and they, they didn't, they didn't really think about it too hard though. When they started making these cameras that have this, this, this type of focus. Now, if they get the focus even more, I would like to see, you know, um, I would like to see, you know, 30 or 40 miles of, of focus, you know, that'd be, that'd be crazy. But I, there's also people that did lasers from one side of a, a of a lake to the other side of the lake, uh, 15 miles away, 12 miles away, the lasers lined up perfectly and they had mm -hmm. boats go and and spray some stuff on them so you could see the lasers lining up perfectly across the lake 
That should not happen, dude. It should have to go through the water because there has to be like 33 feet or 20 feet of curvature in between that laser and the other laser. So there's, there's some experiments that they're doing right now where they're not seeing the curvature. Now, what's that teaching us? That's teaching us either that the earth is way bigger than they're telling us or, and the curvature is way, you know, whatever curvature they have with, with the dimensions that they're telling us, it cannot be right, dude, because. But like, even in my example, I mean, I guess if it was super, super huge, like maybe, but like, these are like right next to each other and you can still tell, you know what I mean? So like, (laughs) I can't even, I can't even fathom, I guess, how big it would have to be if that was the case. And maybe that is the case, but yeah. So I would like to see some evidence if anyone has it now. Off the biblical subject, if you guys want to study some people, study like Eric Dubay. He has some good stuff out there. I know that glow people will be like, I can't stand that guy. Well, dude, he's a very intelligent, intellectual, smart person that is not out for, he doesn't seem like he's out for evil, okay? Um, but I just try to take the Bible and 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 try to and, and try to put it into this because we take conspiracies and we try to relate it to the Bible. And we, we when we went into this one, I was like, oh my gosh. There's so much yeah, stuff Mark, in the Bible. Mark Sargent one was a good too. And, and, yeah, yeah. And Mark Sargent, Mark Mark Sargent is down to earth and he's cool. And Dave Weiss is also very knowledgeable and good. But if you want to get some t- some actual scientific, uh, you know, intellectual, look up Eric Dubay. He, I think he's one of the best guys. I like how uh, Eddie Bravo is 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 uh, spreading the good word on, on on like Joe Rogan and some of these big podcasts out there. Um now I I and he even he brought up the Bible to Joe Rogan too, and Joe Rogan slapped it down immediately. Oh well, the Bible, of, you know that's what they do, bro. These I'm not yeah. saying that. Hey, Joe Rogan, I respect you as a podcaster, I respect you as a UFC commentator, and I respect you as a person, but you, you definitely are 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 not. Uh, you know, you're definitely going against the Bible at all times, and you're always going against God, dude. You never ever want to bring up God. So I'm just yeah, saying, man. Cool if you had an open mind like with yeah. the Bible and God, like he does with For everything else. Right? Exactly, dude. Yeah. So you see um, ayahuasca, whatever that stuff is. <laughs> some DMT? Yeah, I, some want DMT, see, bro. I want to meet God. I want to see if he's real. Now, there, there's Bible verses that also talk about the face of the earth. And the face, you know, would be like, if yeah. I move my head to the side like this, this is the face, right? You see my nose. You see that there's hills and valleys. But the, the bottom would be like shield. And then the face of the earth would be flat, right? Um, right. There's also, uh, there's some that say that God is, is uh, using uh, the earth as a footstool, right? Uh, footstools are usually flat, right? With uh, with some foundations, all right? Yeah. So that, that's the way you can kind of think of it. That's just interpreting it my own way. Hey, can um, I ask you a question on the kind of on the face of the earth um, topic? Because I know you've <coughs> talked with a lot of uh, really knowledgeable guests. That lived after the flood. I I can agree with that. I could agree with that. I could say there's a point of that because it does say that there was Nephilim on the earth before and after the flood. So how did they survive if God created, if God killed everything? You know what I mean? So that's how. And Noah's Noah's blood was perfect, bro. His bloodline was like his, his, his ancestry or his DNA wasn't tainted. So that, so. I don't know, bro. Because I know uh, you had one guest on who was saying that was like heresy. Because Ken, I mean, Ken Amney. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, which yeah. was great, and I loved he was all, great. a lot of now, I loved a lot of what he was saying. But I think that I, that would you know that made me think critically, which I always love. And uh, yeah, but yeah, when I dig into it, it, it does seem like because he was saying that um, that means would that mean that God failed, right? I think that yeah, was his but, point. But yeah, if if, it, if it's literally saying on the face of the earth, but not what was in the earth, yeah, he wasn't lying. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he he, he wasn't lying. Sense. He was just saying I didn't do that. But yeah. I loved his, um, well, you know, how he was talking about the difference between like the embellished stories, you know, when Joshua was going up against yeah. you know, the, the, they were as tall as Bro, oaks and things like that. Those, that yeah. those podcasts with the Gary Wayne and then like the, the Nephilim. And then when we had him on, it's like, we got to go and bring different aspects, you know, just like flat earth. I mean, I would bring, excuse me. I bring, I brought Jim Wilhelmson on do the hollow earth. You know what I mean? Like, because I do believe that shield and hell is below us. We did a whole podcast, me, my brother, and this guy, Kevin, on hollow earth. But mm -hmm. everything we were talking about were Bible verses that talk about, you know, hell being in the earth, Abraham's bosom in the earth. That's no problem. But I, but I do have a problem, bro, because the Bible doesn't say anything about uh, that, you know, like there's a globe and that, that uh, you can go in the South Pole and in the North Pole and there's Nazis and then yeah. there's, no, he, it, he had it talks a verse about that he brought up with was it like Obadiah or something where he was saying that um you know oh, yeah I remember about, that like, talks about nesting making your nest in, in the, the stars or something in the stars I saw I I was like well I mean what did I I had that something I wanted to say to that yeah that doesn't necessarily mean that that's <laughs> outside space of the firmament <laughs> yeah 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 well, that doesn't mean that there's planets that doesn't mean that that was outside of the firmament right like you yep. could have a space station in where we see the stars but that could also yeah. be within the firmament why don't they take why don't they take a rocket go to the moon now go to the moon and take a a real photograph of the earth you don't see it dude and it, dude, there's there's so many flaws to the. To I'll the, watch to you the, with a telescope. I can see you probably land on that thing with a, a high power telescope. Bro, they say it. that the they say that the dude they say that the space station is going seventeen thousand miles an hour around the Earth in Earth's orbit while we're spinning a thousand miles an hour while we're going sixty six thousand miles an hour. There's astronauts that are sitting in the space station with no problem, not scared. What, dude? You're going 66,600 miles an hour out there. What if you fall out of Earth's gravity and you get snapped like that, dude? You, you, dude, you got, you got to have the biggest cojones I've ever seen <laughs> to go from I mean, here I, I, to the moon. That's, I don't think that's hard to believe. You know, there's a lot of Bro, crazy people out there that they, would do crazy stuff. But like, oh I do think the whole, gosh. I think that I, those people are normal. Like they're <laughs> normal Joes, bro. They're not, they're not. Well, like you said, if you're going that fast, your face is like this. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. how's it going? I'm and there are so Whee! there are so many videos, they're so like, many videos that, where it shows the wires, it shows their it shows hair, the wires, it shows that it they're they're behind a green them, screen, that shows the augmented yeah. reality phasing in and out. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. So if you're going sick, if you're going that fast, you're gonna you can't be jumping around, flying around. You're gonna be sitting in that chair like this. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm telling you. People that are oh. up in the space station, like if you're really, if we're really moving that fast and you're going 17,000 miles an hour and you're sitting there taking a dump on there and you're eating and you're just, oh, everything's great. Like you have some serious, you should be damn out in Iraq fighting or wherever you should be fighting a war or something. Cause you got the craziest, uh, yeah. Well, and they don't I even mean, have. I I think I heard recently that um like Elon Musk was talking about getting anti gravity or whatever like the 
they do to fix that problem like where you're not floating around within the space machine or whatever so like if we don't even have that yet then then yeah that's that's just another reason why you know that's probably why they got to yeah. come out with that now because people are starting to catch on like wait wouldn't things be acting a little bit different yeah dude there's a lot of stuff but i mean guys if you want to believe the nasa story that's okay if you want to be christian and believe in evolution do what you do if you want to believe in the big bang do what you do you know but all I'm saying is read the Bible and take it for what it is, you know? I, and go to I God and ask for discernment. And Yeah, right on, dude. Man. Right on, you know, dude. I like that, ask, man. Where do you go? Ask for discernment. And, and, and I'm telling you, when we came across this flat earth thing and we found out how many Bible verses were backing it up, we were, we were amazed, dude. I was amazed. And I love it. And I love doing it on people's shows. Uh, I don't really have much more to, to, for Bible verses. I mean, there's a lot more. But I just don't, you know, it's already an hour and 30 minutes in. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed no, I myself. Think, yeah, I think this has been great. I think we covered everything that, you know, we could in this time. And uh, I would love to have you guys on again sometime. This has been great. Is there anything else you want to leave the people with? Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Josh Monday Music and Podcast on Instagram. I would love that. You know, I like to get followers and, and, and people can ask me for prayer. If you want to ask me for prayer, I mean, I'll pray. I don't have a million people asking me a day. I, I, we just get it once in a while. Somebody will ask. Um, uh, follow me on Instagram if you ever need prayer or if you just want to say hello or if you want to uh, have any questions about what we've talked about in the podcast or or on this podcast, you can ask me. I am not an, a scientist. I am not a Bible theologian. I just enjoy reading the Bible and trying to spread the truth. And that's all we try to do. We're truthers and we do not shy away from any subject. I don't care if somebody doesn't like when I'm telling them the truth. That's what's going to happen. They don't like it when you tell them the truth because the truth hurts. So we'll, we'll continue to tell you it though. And we'll do our best. But if you want to argue, I don't do that. I just would rather just, I love you. Okay. Right, right behind me on this. Let's see, which side is it? This one. Where, right, no, it's the other side. It says love. It says L O V love. And over here, it says, tree, though. it says praise. Okay. So, Love is what we're really into. I don't want to argue with you. I just, Amen. whatever, what I read out of the Bible is what the, what God says, not what I say. I'm just a, a man and a vessel being used to, uh, to spread whatever God says, hopefully. <laughs> so, all right, Jason, go ahead, man. If you want to end it, I'm just saying, Jason. just tell uh, listeners, stay vigilant. You know, your soul is important. You are important. It's you're very valuable. Everything is you're there for everything's there for a reason, whatever, bad comes it's it's always for the good so just just stay stay uh stay stay your nose in the bible keep your head up and uh pray obviously and uh and 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 learn the verses and and put on your armor of god that's what i'm learning to every day put that on every day so he can't attack your mind so the devil and the adversary can't get into your mind or your heart or your or anywhere just just keep that armor of god on every daily and uh just be prepared that's perfect Thank Maybe we could pray so for you, bro. Yeah, we'll pray for that. you real quick. I'll do that yeah, right close now. Close us in prayer. Thank Father you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, we pray for this podcast. We pray that uh, we we appreciate first of all the clear connection uh, over this internet. Uh, we appreciate uh, everybody that's listening right now. If anybody's out there is having any issues or trouble uh, health wise, Lord, please heal them. If any parents are in in, in the hospitals from this, uh, you know, this bio weapon they're trying to put out there or whatever this thing is. Please help them put your healing hand on them, Lord. And um, uh, Nomad, I, I pray for him in Jesus' name that you uh, you keep him in the word of God and, uh, and, and you keep me and Jason on a clear path. Uh, please keep the demons and devils away from us. We don't need all this uh, temptation right now, Lord. 
it's hard enough just to live the normal life, but uh, please keep these uh, devils and demons away from us. We love you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you guys so much. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching, and we will see you in the next one. Spirit, straight before the clouds are parted.